0: Welcome to the Soul Path Sessions podcast with Deborah Mines Pearson and Brenda Littleton. Brenda is an educator and counselor rooted in Jungian and eco psychology. She helps her clients understand the importance of the mind, body, spirit, and earth relationship for healing. Deborah is a licensed psychotherapist and has been trained in traditional and sacred psychology, exploring from the ground up what makes our human experience meaningful, wholesome, and enlightening. Deborah and Brenda invite you to accompany them. On a soul path journey as they explore the possibilities of living a more soulful life as therapists, seekers, and lovers of fate.
1: Welcome back to Soul Path Sessions. This is Deborah meitz Pearson. I'm here with my dear friend, fellow healer, and soul, Brenda Littleton. And today we're going to talk about the year of the rabbit. Wonderful. So, Brenda, you are brimming. Hopping with ideas. <laughs> so I want to ask you, you you were inspired to talk about this topic, so I really want to let you open it up and tell us what you know.
2: Well, I've been observing how um, the memes and the social media are talking about, oh my gosh, it's relief. it's the year of the rabbit. You know, the year of the tiger has handed over uh, the baton, and it's no longer... Um, times of rough or aggression or a sense of trials and tribulations okay. that the year of the rabbit is more of a, um, a soft uh, softening, let's say, um, an ease, a sense of reflection. And uh, I... I'm amused by it, and I, I guess I don't really fully, truly understand all of those ramifications because, for me, uh, developing a nomenclature with animals and and meaning, and we're going through my own trials and tribulations, and in dealing with my own myth, uh, the rabbit, the bunny has always meant, it, it's been a cueing system for me of an outside stimuli of fear. No. So whatever is going on for me on the outside, whether it's traffic or anxiety, or if I'm dealing with the bank, or uh, I have a specific instance that I I remember looking at my plate glass windows, and there was a whole lineup of 12 bunnies looking in and watching me mm-hmm. on their haunches, you know, sitting up and just <laughs> looking and appearing at me. And I realized, Oh, this is, I'm in a very stressful, personally activated, fearful conversation going on, and I needed, so they were alerting me that, Mm -hmm. is this how you want to handle it? Is this how you want to be today? Is this how you want to deal with a situation from a place of fear. Mm-hmm. So um, I today I think we can unpack some of the uh, society's ideas of what the day of the year of the rabbit is. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to hear from you
1: what um, your research has, has brought to the table as yeah. well. Yeah, so it was interesting because I'm on the same page with you in terms of animal medicine. Because I come at, at it from an am, am, uh, aminal medicine, and um, that wascally web love it, <laughs> wabbit. So, in in uh, many traditions, you look at the quality of the animal to to sort of understand its medicine, its spirit, and what is true about rabbits is they stand very still and they wait. They're very alert. And at the first sign of danger, they're very alert. Their their ears are big for a reason. They're gonna be gone. They're gonna be out of there. So in many traditions, they are very synonymous with fear. And I know in some of the divining tarots that have to do with uh, animal medicine cards, if you pull rabbit, you're facing fears. Yeah. So I think that for me, and I've had a time when rabbit medicine entered my life And I literally had a black bag with two rabbits on it. But I I didn't really put two and two together. But I can tell you that that bag, what I pulled out of it later... (laughs) Putting the rabbit out of the bag? Oh, I pulled some major fears out of that bag. I had written something. It was a long journey for me. But I remember when I came across this black bag with the two rabbits on it that I had gotten at a, a conference I was at, that the contents of that bag changed my life. It swept away my old life and swept in a new life. It wasn't bad, it was just extremely dynamic. So when I saw a rabbit about uh, a month ago, when you and I were talking about this show, uh, I was on a walk and I saw a rabbit sitting uh, on a lawn and I wrote a haiku, (laughs) this kind of typifies it. Years alert. You sit. If I make one small movement, the ground is empty.
2: Yeah. Mm. So the idea of being aware mm-hmm. of when a rabbit is present or the energy of rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I live on acreage where I'm aware when there are not rabbits i mean i used mm-hmm. to have hundreds of rabbits and then the rabbit flu came and then they all left mm. and now they're back uh i do um i was taught um in in a doctoral program to live by metaphors every single day look out your window what do you see follow the breadcrumbs and make meaning out of what's vis- visually outside of your mm-hmm. my space and so I'm constantly aware of rabbit, and and I stop and I pause and I'm thinking, what what is it that I'm talking about, or what is it because I'm sitting with clients on Zoom and I'm looking mm-hmm. out the window, mm-hmm. and maybe there'll be twenty rabbits all of a sudden, yeah. and it really informs me. Mm-hmm. I may not int- aggressively or assertively change the conversation and say. Let's talk about your fears right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I will listen, though, with a frequency for what am I picking up? Is there any resistance? Is there any... Uh, those big ears mm-hmm. of yours. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've become the rabbit. Mm-hmm. I, I start embodying that. And for me personally, it's going to be a, a, a year of a lot of change that I'm... Uh, I'm facing mm-hmm. the next layer of fears uh, mm-hmm. myself. So mm-hmm. I thought it was really appropriate as a support for my personal, my professional, my embodiment, my health, my creativity mm-hmm. of how does this umbrella of the year of the rabbit trickle down and seep into each of those layers for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of unpacking that as as I move forward. Now, we're in the beginning of the year and, um, but I, I do find a sense of resistance when I'm seeing all of this very, um, oh, this is going to be such a relaxing year. This is going to be such a different year from last year. And I go, Oh, you know, there's, there's something in me that says that's, that's probably not going to happen. And if we can convert mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. if we can, as you say, move into the spirit of the animal yeah. and, and ask people to, Be aware of what the energy and the properties of the rabbit means
1: for them, and how does it show up in their lives? Yeah, I think that it's uh, there's so many levels you can take this. I mean, if it's a medicine story, I mean, in the Chinese zodiac, there's ten animals in an eleven year cycle, and the story is all about how they got to the infinite. To the it's called the heavenly gate. So it's a race towards the jade emperor to get to the heavenly gate. So first of all, you have to be somewhat aware of Asian culture, Chinese culture. And if we think of that in terms of our own lives, and we look at the medicine of each of these animals, what they're teaching, uh, the rabbit comes in fourth, making it to the heavenly gate. So it's, it's a race that's uh, interesting because the rat makes it first, because the rat just stays on his game. just just doesn't have a problem, just stays on his game. The ox goes really slowly and gets there. Um, The tiger is the next one, Um, and then the rabbit, and then you move into the monkey, the dragon, the snake, the horse, and the goat, and each one of them shows how they used, um, oh, uh, I'm sorry, then you're the dragon, the snake, the horse, the goat, the rooster, the dog, the pig. So it's meant to be a teaching story, not to be like, a rabbit's foot of good luck, which is a very American United States sort of concept like i'm gonna I'm gonna just bypass my destiny and l- find an oracle. No, you've got your curriculum, it's sacred curriculum, and I found it interesting to go into the qualities they were that that they were talking about in the Chinese tradition was that the, the their story is called. The tortoise and the ox, and the that match this one, which is similar to the tortoise and the hare, which is not a rabbit, in the Aesop, Aesop fable and in the Chinese um, tradition, it's the same thing. If you have arrogance, it's going to hold you up. If you think you're going to get there real fast because you've got a, a rabbit's foot and like you're unpacking your fears and you just hold that rabbit's foot out of or that oracle, you think you're going to hop like a bunny over it. No. That's not the meaning of it. Mm -hmm. It means don't get caught up in your head. Like the rabbit, sit still. Pay steady attention. Steady attention. Mm -hmm. And in the case of the tortoise and the ox, well, they're both really slow, but the ox makes it ahead of the tortoise because he just doesn't get hung up on anything. Just like the tortoise and the hare. So really... It's all about slow and steady wins the race, arrogance versus quiet attention. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me something quite arrogant, that, that we, we project what we want, and then we're so disappointed. And I, it, the, the other piece that, that just seems glaringly uh, upsetting and, and uh, factual is that in the Lunar New Year, there were two uh, shootings Mm-hmm. Where people were killed, and I don't know the individual story, but I mean, if you d- if you see us as part of a collective, mm-hmm. that was hardly a a peaceful, soft, gentle entrance. No, yeah, no, yeah. Get our
2: attention. Yeah. Um, I love the the adage that you can't think your way to healing. Just because you know what's going on, just because you get to that place of understanding,
1: um, it doesn't preclude uh, the work. No, it, it's using it skillfully, mm-hmm. skillfully to take the medicine of rabbit from me. The, when I saw that rabbit on my walk in the evening, it was cold. And I looked over and blessed to see a little bunny. Now, where I used to live there. They were they were jackrabbits. They were not bunnies. They're different. One has big haunches and could kick your teeth out. They run fast. Yeah, right. Uh, but with kind of veiny ears. But the, but the little bunny was sitting there. And there was something as I was walking in the evening troubled, I was troubled.
2: Mm.
1: There was some family pain going on in my extended family. And I went for a walk as I want to do when I'm troubled. And when I saw the medicine, I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking you're the rabbit, honestly. It wasn't cured in my ecosphere, but it started off with the rabbit. And like you, looking out your window, I watched the rabbit watching me and we both stopped. And in that quiet attention, I felt peaceful. And that to me was what I needed to be doing with family members who are not behaving, Mm -hmm. right? Most of them do, but it's difficult with a large family. And I saw pay attention, be still. When I went to move, there was an empty space. Yeah. And I realized that I must move with very quiet quiet attention. And the other one I got was protect yourself. Yeah. Keep those big ears. If you see a predator, a predatory human in the family or in the, anywhere, who's coming towards my energy, I was quick like a bunny. And I was loving the empty space. And I've taken that yeah. because I've ended phone conversations that were not, loving, and not going anywhere. My bunny nature, exit stage left, and I'll come back, but you must be still inside to have a conversation with me. That's
2: beautiful. That reminds me of um, this moment in sharing, sitting with a bunny. Um, I was outside at my property, and I have this very large pool of water for the animals, mm-hmm. a lot of rabbits. And this one particular evening, it was feeding time for animals. And I saw this giant, giant hawk. It wasn't, I thought even it could have been a baby eagle, because mm-hmm. we get them from Big Bear. and um, But it was a good three foot, three feet tall, and it was sitting on the edge uh, of this water. And two feet away from it, right in its view, its eyesight, was a bunny. It was a, a pretty small rabbit Mm -hmm. like this year's crop Mm -hmm. and Uh, the rabbit was just munching on the grass that was coming up and the hawk was sitting, getting water. And the two of them were at least two feet, feet—you know, not more than two feet away. They both knew Mm -hmm. each other were there. One was the food of the other. Mm -hmm. One was the predator of the other. Mm -hmm. And there was this this calm sense of reprieve. Mm -hmm. There was, okay, you're gonna be the bunny, I'm gonna be the hawk Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna take care of my needs and you're gonna take care of yours. Mm -hmm. And I was watching all this and I was waiting like any second it now, this bunny's going <laughs> to get it's going to be eaten, and the hawk just sat there mm-hmm. and opened up its arms, and that scared the bunny and and it ran away. But there was no um, the transaction was a sense of acceptance and mm-hmm. in the face of daunting potential fear. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's like that sense of equanimity, the, the sense of calmness, the sense mm-hmm. of. Hold your course, Mm you know, do take care of your needs. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was a beautiful transaction.
1: And also, I think the piece I get I love that story. Uh, The other piece that I've noticed in nature up in ocean shores or here, mostly in ocean shores, because I have like basically flora and fauna everywhere. But when a predator comes and it's full, it leaves you alone. So the deer are fine. If, if they sense danger from something that is full, they, they will run. But the minute there's no harm, they start eating grass. Yeah. It's like somatic therapy. They, you know, yeah. the human beings hold on to our stories. That's called rabbit mind in the native tradition where you can't stop worrying and worrying and worrying. But the actual bunny doesn't worry. It just watches yeah. and, Responds. It according. responds, and if it gets eaten, that's the end of its story for now. So in working with
2: our own path this year and with our clients, um, under the umbrella of the Year of the Rabbit, mm-hmm. um, I'm always looking for ways to model, mm-hmm. to not teach per se, but just hold in countenance mm-hmm. you know the the practice of mm-hmm. what would be some of the suggestions that we
1: could Good. share okay um, I have off- written some down do you have yes. some ideas okay um well first of all um the idea of sometimes when you move forward you want to zigzag. You don't want to go in a straight line. If you want to copy a rabbit, it hops. If you notice a zigzag, it's a zigzag pattern typically. Um, Now that can be applied. It just, they throw off predators that way Mm -hmm. uh, by going in a zigzag. Um, Also, it gives them a chance to sort of go from bush to bush and see what's there. So be mindful that it's not the destination. It's the journey. That would be one of the medicines from the rabbit if you want to use it wholesomely any year. Uh, for me, I don't mm. so much go like, oh, it's the year. I kind of see it's part of the Chinese tradition of just a fable, a story, ancient, cycle. not a cycle, not a silly part of my cycle, but fun being the monkey that I am, right? <laughs> um, and why are you moving? I think that would be another medicine from rabbit. Why are, are you just moving? Uh, on the freeway of life, are you considerate about where you're going? Mm. To be considerate about where you're going. Um, stillness, listening—we've covered that. Uh, the other one is good parenting. Uh, one of the medicines of bunnies are very protective of their babies; mm. they really shelter them. And if you don't have physical children, the, the protection of that which is innocent—to mm. you know, put it in a burrow to protect. So
2: projects, creative
1: ventures. Yeah, n- nurturing, uh, protecting, um, mothering, or fathering, so that the little ones or the innocent can grow. That would be really important. Um, so in my work, I know I have a soul path poetry page, and I'm just boosting it, and I'm sending out my poetry for free. I'm not selling anything. I'm just putting in poetry and good thoughts for the general public. I it wasn't it cost me 10 bucks to post, to post it, I don't care. And people are getting healing. It's my way of mothering and nurturing without expectation of return because it makes me feel good and generative to share our podcast, poetry, good thoughts. So that would be rabbit medicine, the mothering, nurturing part mm-hmm. of it for me. And the last one, um, and expect life to be unpredictable. come on okay so that would be really important and open-minded creativity is another aspect of of rabbit yeah yeah likewise Mm -hmm. i um i was reflecting
2: on the idea of um how i survived how i made my way through the last year of the rabbit and the the growth um and and reflecting back that it wasn't a direct path, you know, a lot of zigzagging, mm-hmm. um, a lot of self nurturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I moved from the idea of having an intention to having an impact. Mm-hmm. What's my impact? And um, and and you know I did burrow. You know I I did a lot of burrowing mm-hmm. and and doing a lot of gestation, harboring. Uh, Self care ideas, mm-hmm. expansion, but in a very underground container. That when I popped up, it, I felt fully alive mm-hmm. and was able to to meet the world on
1: my terms, regardless of the hawk,
2: regardless
1: mm-hmm. of the coyote. They aren't going away. No, they not. need to eat too. You know, yeah. everybody's got a part in the web of life. Yeah. No, no bad animals. Yeah. And um,
2: showing up and doing my best. Right on. Right on. Thank you for all the (laughs) the insight on the Year of the Bunny. (laughs) This is fun.
1: I had a good time researching this.
2: Good. Any closing comments? Uh, Any other uh, ideas for the Year of the Bunny?
1: um, I just think it's good to um, just be reflective of what it means to you and because all oracles – are meant to be personalized. Just kind of summarize that. It's not like one size fits great. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Brenda. Thanks, Deborah.
0: <laughs> and that concludes this week's episode of the Soul Path Sessions podcast with Deborah Mites Pearson and Brenda Littleton. If you'd like to hear more about living a more soulful life, please subscribe to our channel on your favorite podcast app And be sure to check out the show notes and links below. For more information from Deborah, visit soulpathsessions.com. And for Brenda, brendalittleton.com. Thank you for listening, and remember to follow your soul. It knows the way.